You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranac, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. Your mindset is what triggers an action. It triggers a neural response and that neural response triggers you to do an action, right? So I don't wave my hands just because my hands are randomly waving. I wave them because my brain is signaling to my hands to wave, right? And so everything you do and you don't do in your business, for example, sell, every time you don't show up to sell, every time you don't pitch the offer, every time maybe you lower your price or you don't increase your price or whatever it is that you feel like you need to do, but you don't do, it's because there is a mindset behind it, a belief sitting behind it that's signaling, yes, do that or no, don't do that. And usually the belief is based in some type of fear, right? We've got fear mindset programmed into us. And that's why we're usually not doing some of the things we need to do. So the first mindset shift that I really had to change and the belief I had to adopt was this. This was a previous belief I had. This was a limiting belief that I used to have before I adopted my new belief. And the belief was that it has to feel really hard. Everything has to feel really hard and I have to be doing all the things and it has to be like hard, hard work. Otherwise, it's not working. Otherwise, I'm not doing it right. Otherwise, people won't buy. So I'd be like, I need to go on like 20 lives. I need to be on my stories 24-7. I need to post 20 pieces of content, send 80 emails, all of these things. And if I'm not, then something's wrong. Um, And that also went to like things like I need like, (laughs) I need a different freebie for every offer that I have. I need to have like a lead magnet, a lead page, an email sequence, all of these things that my brain was telling me I need to have the perfect branding and I need to have a bunch of different things. And if I don't, people won't buy from me. And in fact, one time I was doing a masterclass similar to the masterclass that I'm going to be hosting on Tuesday next week, which by the way, if you haven't signed up, um, definitely sign up for that. It's going to be like so good. Definitely stuff I've never shared before. Like if you've been to my masterclasses, you won't have seen this content. But I remember this one time I was creating a masterclass and I got it in my head. It was like 10 p.m. at night that oh, I actually need to have a website because people won't buy unless I have a website. What? Like that doesn't even make sense, but that was my thinking. So I stayed up all night creating a website that at like 3am I ended up scrapping because I was like, this is crap. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was like crying, trying to figure out Elementor. I was trying to build it out on WordPress and it was a nightmare. And I was like, what on earth am I doing? Like, this is all a belief and I can choose differently. And this really like goes into every single one of the things I'm going to talk about, because in every single moment you can choose differently. And what you choose to believe is what the result you will get. Okay. So the shift I had to make was it does not have to be complicated or hard. It gets to be easy 
and I can do it the simple way. So my mantra was always like, how can this be simple? How can I make this simple? What are simple things that I can do? And sitting behind all of that was really like, what is the things, what are the things that I need to master across all of my efforts that are going to give me the most return for value? So for example, if I master knowing how to build out a website, is that going to then help me later when I'm trying to shop on my stories and sell? Is it going to help me closing sales calls? Is it going to help me when I'm doing lives? Is it going to help me in my Facebook group? No, no, it's not. It's absolutely not. Because me knowing how to code Elementor and do all those things, irrelevant. So what I really did was I looked at what are the skills that I need to have? What are the things that I need to master that I'm going to be doing in my business day in and day out that are going to give me the highest return on investment? And no surprise, the top skill that I didn't come up with, like this isn't me going, this is a top skill. This is what I've read in every single business book by every single successful entrepreneur that's ever written anything of value was telling me this. They're like, you need to master sales skills. Basically, before you're hitting like at least a million dollars, sales is your core focus, sales, 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 sales. You need to know how to sell As an entrepreneur, a person trying to make sales online, it just makes no sense trying to go out there and do something if you don't have the skill. Like it'll be like me being like, hey guys, I am going to start a sewing business and I have no freaking idea how to sew. Like it would make sense that I would go and I would learn sewing skills. So you as an entrepreneur, you need sales skills. And that was a thing that I really shifted to. Like, I don't want to be doing all the things. I want to be doing things that move the needle. And maybe you're new here or maybe you've been following me for a while, but you would have seen if you were following me, like say last year or early last year, I wasn't putting out freebies. I wasn't doing like all the things. I wasn't building out any funnels. I wasn't trying to go evergreen. I wasn't trying to build out like random passive courses. I wasn't mucking around in Canva with pretty slides. I had no branding, no website, no ads, literally nothing fancy. All of that year, what I focused on was sales. How can I show up and sell day in and day out? So I simplified it to the core things. And there was like, of course, a couple of other things other than sales that was like, these are important, but it really like came down to those core things. What are the needle movers? And a sales is a needle. It's like your top needle mover. So the second mindset shift that I then had to make and that I did make was this going from this belief, every time someone didn't buy my offer, every time someone said no, every time I pitched someone and they declined, or if they flat out told me this, that it's too expensive. And I was like, my prices are too high. It's way too expensive. No one can afford this. And who here has that belief or has had that belief? So we're thinking that, okay, people just want to pay for cheap stuff. They only want things that are cheap. And then what happens? You end up discounting, right? You end up discounting your services or you end up lowering your price or you end up offering these like ridiculous extended payment plans. It's like nine month payment plan, like $20 a month, like ridiculous stuff. And 
this is a shift that I had to make when it came to pricing because I realized very quickly, like at first, let me tell you this, I was actually quite annoyed with people that were saying things like, you need high ticket offers to sell your services. Like you need to focus on high ticket offers. And I would really get like, this like annoyance. I was like, you won't tell me what to do. I know better. Like I'll sell whatever I want. And that's true. You can sell whatever you want. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that's the only way to do it. But I also looked at my circumstances and myself and my business. I was like, okay, I don't have a massive audience. I had like a thousand, fifteen hundred followers, maybe. I can't remember, like very low, no email list. Like there was like maybe 50, 100 people on my email list, but I was not, absolutely not using it. Like I wasn't selling to people on the email list. I didn't have a Facebook group at the time, like nothing, right? So it was just me and my Instagram and also me being like, I'm committed to working four hours a day, no more, because I want to spend time with my son. Also me doing everything. I didn't outsource anything at that point. And also me being like, these are the resources I have. I don't have a massive ad budget. I don't have a hundred K to spend on ads. So the only logical solution was that I needed to charge high ticket prices. I needed high ticket services. I was not going to make an income selling 27, 37, $197 offers. You need traffic for that. And to get traffic, you need to focus on visibility and traffic sources heavily, like ultra heavy. And that stuff takes, that's where people say like, you need a big audience. You need a big audience. Yes, you need a big audience if you're selling ultra low ticket offers and nothing else. If you're selling high ticket offers, you do not need a big audience. You do not. If you had one $10,000 offer, you only need one person to buy it. One person. And you can do that with like 500 followers, right? So it's not about the money. So my shift was this. I'm going to stop projecting my limiting beliefs onto my clients because price is just perception and value. Let me ask you guys this question. If I was right now to make you an offer to sell you a brand new, sparkling brand new red, shiny Ferrari out of the Ferrari garage. And I tell you, I'm going to charge you $10,000. The Ferrari costs $10,000. What would your first reaction be? If you're not familiar with Ferrari prices, they cost like $500,000 to and above, right? You can like get them for million plus, depending on what you're adding on. So if I was about to charge you $10,000 for this Ferrari, you'd be like, wow, that's a bargain. That's so good. Sign me up. Because you would see the value in it. You would see the value. If I was to, or maybe you were to go and charge your ideal client $10,000 for a package, here's my question. Would they see the value? Would they also go, that's a bargain? Or would they go, "Mm, I don't know, that sounds expensive. You're crazy to charge that. And this is such a good point that I want to make as well. If I'm charging you $10,000 for a Ferrari, I'm like, it's perfect. It's out of the garage. It's brand new. Your first thought is one, damn, that's such a good price. And your second thought is something's wrong with it. What's wrong with this Ferrari? Why is it only $10,000? I don't understand. 
This is what happens when you undercharge for your coaching or your services. If I'm trying to get someone to build out my website and they tell me that it's going to be $300 or even $500, I'm going to walk away. I'm going to go, something is wrong. This is way too cheap. This service isn't going to be of good value. It's just how our brain thinks. They've done studies on this. They've done studies where they'll give two groups of people a pill and they'll go, Um, Group A, this pill costs $10,000 and group B, this pill costs $20, right? And they're like, we're giving it to you in this trial to relieve your symptoms of, you know, disease X. The people and the pill is the same, by the way, the pill is the same. And the people getting the $10,000, supposed $10,000 pill have rapid increases in their transformation, in their symptoms. Everything's like working all of a sudden. They're getting all of these amazing results. And the people with the $20 pill are not moving because these people believe that because it's more expensive, it's more worthy, it's better. The transformation is higher. They're getting something better. So really your prices and having this mentality of like, it's too expensive. My prices are too high. It's really holding you back. Um, and I'm not telling you go charge exuberant prices just because, but I'm telling you to believe in your transformation, to believe in your transformation. And here's what I'll say is that every time you go and you pitch a price and someone says, they freak out. They're like, that's crazy. That's too high. What you're charging is too high. Kind of like Nicole's experience. You're attracting the wrong type of client. Something is wrong with your sales messaging because that type of client shouldn't even make it on a call with you, right? There will always be people that can't afford what we can offer. There will always be people that will think it's too high. There's nothing wrong with that. That doesn't make them bad people. That doesn't mean they're wrong. It just means they're not your ideal client, right? I want you to think of your ideal client as this. They have a need for your service. They actually value your service. They're action taker and any other kind of qualities you want them to have. And they can afford your service. They can afford your service. So if someone can't afford your service, they're not your ideal client and you need to move on and focus on someone else. And don't Get into any crazy limiting beliefs here like, oh, but I feel bad that I'm not helping them and I feel bad because, you know, like now I'm like shutting them out and all of this crazy talk. No, no, no. Your free content that you're putting out is helping them. There is thousands of YouTube episodes, hundreds of millions of YouTube episodes they can go and watch that will help them. There is $20 books they can buy that will help them. There's podcast episodes, there's free blogs. There is so much stuff out there that can help them. It's not your responsibility to help everyone. Your responsibility is to help the people ready and willing to invest at the level that you're charging at and to give them the transformation that you're giving them. So someone is out there waiting for you to give them this transformation and they're looking for this container. They want this high level container that you're offering, right? Maybe they're like, I've watched the YouTube videos, but what I want is the container that you're offering. That's a mindset shift I want you to have. And it's so key. It's a mindset shift that I had that really, really transformed how I did business because all of these screwed up beliefs about money are just like, there is such a lie from our ego trying to keep us small. And at the end of the day, you choose the prices that you want to sell at. 
But if those prices are being discounted, if you're really like, if you objectively step back and you look at yourself from above and you go, would I buy this for this price? What do I think about this price? And you're just projecting limiting beliefs because of the beliefs that you maybe have, then that's on you to fix, not your ideal client, right? And if your ideal client's complaining about the price or people, they're not your ideal client. If there's someone complaining about your price, they're not converting, that's a sales and messaging problem. It's not actually a pricing problem. It's on you to set the price and hold the faith, hold the trust. And I'll add this, if you don't believe in your price, if you don't believe it's a no-brainer offer, if you don't believe it is so worth it, no one else is going to believe it. No one else is going to believe it. So the work you have to do is first within yourself. And you have to believe it for your ideal client. I say this because if you just think about like your mom investing in your services or, you know, your coaching, they're probably going to go, well, that's not worth it. Or your friends who aren't in the coaching industry um, who are like wanting to pay $20 for a coaching session. Like, no, of course, they're not going to think you're worth it, but they're not your ideal client right? Your ideal client is probably someone who is more sophisticated, more further along, someone who believes that when they invest, money comes back to them, no matter what. They believe that when they invest, the universe and the energy of the whole world starts to shift so that that money can come back to them and you are just their vehicle of transformation. All right, so third shift. The third shift that I had to make is this. It was really the fear of failure. It was the idea of like, what if I do this launch? What if I sell this thing and no one signs up? What if I spend all this time and all this money and all this energy and do all these things and no one signs up? And that was a completely disempowering way to think, a completely disempowering way for me to run my business because I was always running it out of fear of like, what if it doesn't happen? And if I'm always in fear of what if it doesn't happen, what happens? (laughs) What happens? What happens is that people aren't excited because they can sense the fear. Our subconscious is projecting out our energy field, our beliefs all the time. So people can sense things before without you saying them. So people sense that. I don't actually end up showing up full force because I'm always holding myself back a little bit thinking like, oh, what if it doesn't work? And like all these little beliefs holding me back. So I don't do everything that I know I should do. I'm always looking for signs of it's not working, right? If I'm going into something thinking, what if it fails? I'm always looking for signs. Like the second something little happens, like I launch and a hundred people don't sign up immediately. I'm like, ah, there we go. It's not working. Yep. I told you so. All right. I'm just going to give up. And that's really not being able to hold the energy the whole way through. So that had to go. That had to entirely go. And the belief I had to adopt and believe in, like, I believe that this is my hair color and I believe that my name's Milana and like, I believe that I'm 30 years old. Like things that I believe that like, there is no ifs or buts. That's, you know, the belief. Like, I believe I have a child. Okay. Maybe that one I still sometimes don't believe. I'm like, oh, is this my child? But you know what I mean? I had to believe it to my core was there is no failure, only feedback. My success is inevitable. And everything that happens, 
was me reframing it from, oh, okay, so 100 people didn't sign up straight away. Interesting feedback. I wonder if I can do something here. I wonder if I should be doing something or should I just be holding the faith and energy longer? What is it that I should be doing? So I was always doing those shifts. I still am to this very day. And it was so crucial and pivotal. The last mindset shift that I made and that really changed everything for me, I think was like one of the most important ones was that I really stopped thinking about other people when I was showing up to sell. (laughs) And I say this in a way of like, it's actually, it wasn't that I stopped thinking about them. It was in fact that I stopped thinking about me but I thought I was stopping to think about them. I get clients say this to me all the time. Like, I feel like I've been showing up every day for my launch and talking about my offer. I feel like people are going to get so annoyed. I feel like I'm mentioning my sign-up page or my opt-in page all the time. Aren't people just going to get annoyed? Or they're like, well, I've seen this ex-entrepreneur, like I've seen Marie Folio and she doesn't talk about her offer every single day in her Instagram stories or in her videos. So I'm not going to either. And I want to be like, okay, like we got to talk, like put on my serious face because Marie Folio has a freaking team of marketers. She has a ton of evergreen content. She has Facebook ads running, they're all doing the selling for her. She's selling, believe me, right? You're seeing ads from Amazon and from all of these places all the time and you're not going, oh, I'm so annoyed. Like, how dare they? How dare they sell to me? You either move on, you switch it off, whatever it is, if it's not relevant to you. But yet, we think that we need to stop ourselves from doing the most important activity in our business that we can't for some reason sell. And it's what it is. It's a projection again on us, our inner beliefs, me, 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 me. Oh my God, what will they say about me? What if they think I'm pushy? What if they think I'm needy? What if they think I'm this and that? And the key word is I'm, 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 me, me, me. And I stopped. And one of my core values in business is service. And I've realized I am being so out of integrity and out of service when I show up like that, or when I don't show up like that, because all I'm thinking about is myself. And it's not about me. This isn't this business, what I'm doing. It's actually not about me. It is about the people that I'm serving. I've chosen this career. I've chosen this path. I've chosen to be a coach and teach sales skills, right? It's my own choice. I didn't fall into it. It wasn't even like my law degree. Like, obviously I chose that as well, but it wasn't like I could, you know, law degree. I'm always pushing that off and being like, yes, but other people chose that for me. But I chose this. I willingly came into it. I heard the call in my soul. This is what I was meant to be doing. And if that's the case, how dare I come on and think about myself and have all these limiting beliefs about myself? What are people going to think of me when other people need what I have to offer? When there is other people not making sales and I know I can help them with my skills. When there's other people who, if they were to scale their business, it could change their life. They could quit their soul-sucking job, maybe. They maybe would heal their relationship with their partner because they would now have a beautiful, effective way to communicate. 
Maybe they're going to be able to deliver their services. Maybe they're like a natural health practitioner teaching people alternative therapies that are going to stop someone from being on drugs their entire life. And they're going to help them heal their diseases. The ripple effect is huge. And how dare I not come on and not talk about my services because I'm scared that people are going to think I'm needy or that I'm pushy or whatever it is. No, hell no. We're not doing that. It's my duty to sell and I'm going to sell in a way that isn't pushy, right? Pushy is like DMing 100 random people being like, hey, buy this without really knowing what it is that their problem is. Are they an ideal client? Are they not? But I know when I'm live selling, say like on this live stream right now, like when I'm talking to you guys right now, when I'm selling like this, I'm speaking to the people that need to hear this message. And I trust and believe that the people that need to hear it are listening to it. And if someone by some chance is not needing to hear this message, then I trust and believe they're going to shut it off and lovingly move on to the next person. I don't have to stress and worry about them. I don't have to obsess of like, oh my God, what if there is like this one person on here that already knows this? Like, what if they've already heard this? Or what if they've heard me say this? Or what if they don't need to hear this message? oh my God, they're going to think that I'm so annoying. No, no, absolutely not. The only thing that matters is a person that needs to hear it. And if that means I have to embarrass myself, make a fool of myself, repeat a message a hundred times, I will do that. I will do that because I know there is someone that needs to hear it. And when they hear it, it will change their life. So those are the four mindset shifts that I had to make, the big four, I'll call them like the big four. I hope that you found value in this and I hope that was helpful to you to hear. And if you're not on the wait list for Empower Sales Academy, and this is our like kickoff for Empower Sales Academy, which is a brand new sales training program that I'm bringing The waitlist is going to have the pre-sale happening from Friday until the masterclass, right? And there is an exclusive bonus, there's exclusive price for the pre-sale, the best price that this program will ever be at. In fact, um, one of my coaches was like, are you sure? Like you talk about not discounting, but this isn't really about discounting. I'm not discounting the service. What I'm doing is I really want to reward the people that are that want this, that have been telling me they want this for a long time. And I just, I want to give back because I think it's just a crazy no brainer for the person that needs it. So anyway, if you do want to be on that wait list and even just to help you decide if it is the right program, because the wait list will get the first details on the program. But yes, otherwise, thank you for being here. And I cannot wait to come and bring you the next edition of this All right, you guys, enjoy your day. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.